0: Hi, this is Suparna Goswami, Associate Editor with Information Security Media Group. I have the pleasure of speaking with Naomi Lefkovich, Senior Privacy Policy Advisor and Program Manager at NIST. We will be talking about NIST's privacy framework and what is she hearing from companies after they have implemented the framework. Welcome, Naomi, to the ISMG discussion. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Neomi. It's my pleasure. So Neomi, now the NIST framework has been implemented mid of January. So where do you see companies facing the most challenges when it comes to implementing the framework?
1: Yes. So I think, you know, one area is that companies have a lot on their on their plate. And they have can have very long to do lists, and you know they may be concerned about you know adding one more thing to that to do list. So I, we actually think that it's one of the benefits of the framework is that it's very flexible in how it can be used, and so companies, organizations can use it in a very lightweight way, and and they don't need to so that it would not be so difficult to use, and and you know wouldn't be another item on their checklist. They can just sort of use it to help themselves communicate better about, in fact, about that long to-do list and the kinds of projects that they want to undertake with respect to privacy. I mean, I, I guess that's one of the challenges is sort of getting the buy-in, right, from senior management to to use the framework because, you know, many companies have a lot to do. There's, a, there's might be concern that, that you know, taking on the framework is just another item that will that will be resource intensive. And, you know, I, I I think that what you know, some of the feedback that we've heard is that in fact, you know, organizations can use this in a way to actually get credit for what they're already doing with privacy. And so they can use it as a way to communicate about what they're already doing. And it doesn't need to be seen as as a, you know, another item on there on their checklist. You know, and I do, you know, we also respect that, you know, it is a comprehensive, we tried to make it a comprehensive framework, and so it may be more challenging for small businesses to use. And so, you know, like the cybersecurity framework, which it's modeled after, we are, you know, certainly thinking about developing additional guidance for small businesses to help them use the framework.
0: Okay, sure. So, Naomi, doesn't this framework accommodate other privacy regulatory issues outlined in GDPR, CCPA? Yes, yeah, So we look
1: at the framework as being, you know, we, we intended it to be
0: agnostic
1: to any particular law or jurisdiction. But said we look at it as having giving organizations the kind of building blocks to help them meet, uh, you know, any obligation under any particular law or jurisdiction that they're subject to. So for example, you know, you might have a obligation under GDPR to accept data deletion requests from individuals. And so this is not the framework is not a prescriptive requirement based approach, but rather, you know, you have to think through sort of the kinds of policies, technical capabilities that you might need. Um, And so for example, we have, you know, one of the activities or outcomes that we have is making sure that data can be accessed for deletion. Because if you don't have the capability to actually go in and find and extract data in your systems, then you know meeting a legal obligation to take data deletion requests is just going to be aspirational.
0: Okay, correct. Wanted to ask, can this framework be used, say, as a standard against which reasonable Precautions must be measured. I wouldn't look at the framework that way. It's, we don't really consider it
1: sort of a, a, a standard. It's, it's literally a framework that is a way to think through the kinds of policies and capabilities that you need to to build a strong privacy program. And, and it provides a way, you know, it's really a way for organizations to have a dialogue both internally, and with other organizations about the kinds of privacy risks that they're facing and the kinds of, you know, what kinds of solutions that they want to implement to address those risks, whether those be policies or technical capabilities.
0: Okay, you're you're saying that essentially you don't look at it as a framework that can be considered as an industry standard? Well, not not in the sense that NIST, NIST
1: looks at yeah. a standard. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you can certainly, you know, it's it's a framework that really helps you sort of organize your your thinking. And you know, one of the things that we feel is actually a value with the or the framework is that it's very flexible in how an organization can use it. And so therefore, on its own, it can be difficult to say what it means to comply with it. There would need to be sort of a sort of an intervention <laughs> or an intervening step where you sort of made a decision about a particular way that you were going to use it and developed, for example, say assessment criteria against that particular way of using it. So, you know, it could be taken into standards development you know or so it, and then and then could be assessed against but on its own it's intended to actually be very flexible and be used in in many different ways
0: okay understood just wanted to clarify so can it also be used to create a minimum threshold standard for negligent negligence claims I, I I don't think so because you know what I just explained mm-hmm. that is Correct. The
1: use, the use is very flexible. So, Mm -hmm. you know, we don't really encourage that kind of one to one direction this is really about developing processes and having a dialogue and communication which you know i
0: i really would emphasize that you should not underestimate how powerful that is um, in building privacy programs correct so also when it comes to i wanted to address the issue of biometrics as well here because uh, that's one area which is kind of gray because people don't know how it is getting protected so how does it address does nist address biometrics in a privacy context with respect to the privacy framework yes
1: so the so again we've designed the privacy framework to be very flexible and you know and to be able to be used with all kinds of technologies so you know so so we you know there's there's many many types of activities and outcomes uh in there and and biometrics is just sort of one aspect of technology that needs to be managed and so you might be developing policies around the conditions for using biometrics and that would you know be covered biometrics are not specifically called out as a specific technology but it's still a technology that needs to be managed under appropriate policies and 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 you know and training or employees and so on and so you know you would fit that into there and then you know thinking about kinds of technical capabilities and testing that the technical cap you know measures are being tested and assessed and and so again you know myometrics are not specifically called out but it would, you know, all of those kinds of activities would be applicable to using biometrics.
0: Okay. And finally, Naomi, I know it's too early, but what is the initial feedback that you're getting from companies uh, when they have implemented the framework? What is that they're saying? How has it made their life more easy? Or what is it that you're hearing?
1: Uh, Yeah, so it it is early days yet, but we are already receiving feedback, and it's been very positive. Uh, As I said, some organizations just use this, uh, have already used it in a very lightweight way. They've taken the five functions, and they've lined up their own privacy program components against them, and just done sort of a quick, you know, red, yellow, green, where are we today? Where do we want to be? And use that as a way to talk. To senior management, so that's very quick, lightweight way to use it. Others have sort of lined up their their specific controls and require internal system requirements and line those up against the different subcategories, and so that's kind of a, a deeper dive way to do it. So I think you know we're very excited that it's already demonstrating both that that flexibility that we hope for and value for for organizations.
0: Well thanks a lot Naomi for sharing your thoughts on this privacy framework. Well thank you for having me. Thank you so much. You were listening to Naomi Lifkovic for ISM Genesia. This is Suparna Goswami. Thank you for listening.